John, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. You ready to get this started? Let's get this started. All right, man. What's good, Lekker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. I got a very special guest, Lorenzo. What's going on, man? Introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? My name is Lorenzo Loro Antonio. I'm a host of the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast. I, I'm and I'm currently in my uh, final year at Woodbury University. As right now, I'm 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 graduating this year with honors in May of of 2019. I also do, I also am a content promoter on Sport Talk, which I also referred you to that site so that you could join Sport Talk as well. And also, I'm a huge Lakers fan, a Dodgers fan, a Patriots and Rams fan, and also a Chargers fan as well. So let's get started. Yeah, man, uh, Lakers lose once again, man. Um, JaVale McGee had a good game tonight, but let me get your thought process about the overall game. Go ahead and dive into that. From watching it, um, I just think, uh, man, we it's like the same crap that we play with every single night because the thing is that I, what I saw today, I thought the first quarter was okay. The second quarter was kind of all right. The third quarter, the Lakers – Hung in there. They played pretty good basketball, but in the fourth quarter, they gave up again. I mean, if LeBron didn't lose that ball, then we, he could have he could have tied it. Yeah, man, he could have. But uh, you got to give a credit where credit's due, man. JaVale McGee had a monster game tonight. 33 points, 12 rebounds, 5, actually 6 blocks. LeBron had 25, 9-14. Kuzma had 18. But D'Angelo Russell got off and uh, – 21 points, 13 assists. Joe Harris, 26 points. So, what is your thought? Like, th- this game wasn't a surprise. I knew when we were playing, I knew we were going to somehow lose the game. It's the same thing every game, man. Like, when LeBron turned the ball over, I didn't even get mad. I'm like, not surprised. But the Lakers are officially eliminated from the playoffs, y'all. So, Vince, are you surprised that it took this long for the Lakers to be eliminated from the playoffs? Um... Yeah, I'm not surprised at all, but the thing is, LeBron James is going to miss the playoffs for the first time since 05, and he had 13 straight playoff appearances with eight straight NBA Finals appearances. Yeah, man, that's crazy, I guess. That just shows how good he is as a player, but at the same time, he's not Kobe. He's not Michael. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man, and maybe the basketball gods want LeBron to get that rest, like I always stated to Laker fans on Twitter, man, maybe it's just meant to be for LeBron to take a year off from the playoffs, man. He's been going through a lot, playing every season in the playoffs, finals, so it's taking a toll. And, uh, yeah, man, We're, for this game tonight, did you have did, – what, what what was your most concern overall about the second half that worried you? Closing out games. I always trust about that every time, and I think the Lakers just take too many brick shots that would cost them the games and also – I get concerned with the turnovers as well. Yeah, man. It's it's like I said, it's predictable, man. It's the same shit every game. Turn the ball over, miss free throws, not getting back on defense. But LeBron actually played with passion tonight, man. I thought he was gonna come in there and just play whatever basketball. He came in, blocked a couple shots, he was hustling on defense, which I really like, but it's just that it's just crazy, man, that the season has been a failure, man. Are you uh are you shocked that the season – okay, you, for when the Lakers got LeBron, you, what was your reaction when we got LeBron? And are you shocked that we're missing the playoffs with LeBron and his young talent that we have? 
I was shocked that we had LeBron at first, but I'm kind of shocked that the Lakers are missing the playoffs with LeBron and uh, and this young talent we have. I thought this year was to be a teaching year for the Lakers, you know? Yeah, a teaching year, man, because uh, here's the thing, though. I was uh, podcasting with a friend of mine about the Lakers season, and I told him straight up, I'm like, Lakers might be – observing which player that they want to keep with the Lakers. They might have an observatory year. And that's what happened, man. We just This is an observatory year for the Lakers. Manny Johnson's um, scouting who fits with LeBron, who doesn't. And the people that I think fit with LeBron are Alonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, and Josh Hart. Who fits with LeBron in your eyes on this team? I'm going to go the same as you. Um, I'm going to go the same as you. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ingram. Kuz, Lonzo, and Josh Hart. Yep, man. And the question for you is, man, um, we're going to switch topics now. We're done with the Lakers talk. We're going to dive into James Harden tonight. He scored 61 points, man. Do you think he's a front runner for MVP or do you think he's a lock? Front runner for sure. But I think it's going to come down to James Harden and, uh, and uh, Giannis. Yeah, man. I think Harden's going to get it because he's – I know his team is not number one because usually if you're an MVP candidate, your team has to be number one home field or home court advantage, and that's what's going to happen for the Milwaukee. But James Harden is putting up numbers like Kobe, man. 61 points, a career high, and he shot a career high at three-pointer field goal percentage and a career high at the free throw line. So I think you're going to give it to James Harden, man. Yeah, absolutely. You're right about that. So uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to both. But at the same time, this Lakers team is done, and they're about uh, they're about to be done in the uh, they're about to be done for sure. So uh, they're they're gonna get a, they're gonna get the twelfth pick in the draft, and uh, I would not be shocked if Luke Walton gets fired. Yes, yeah. Uh, speaking of Luke Walton, man, give give me your grade for Luke Walton's coaching this season. I'm gonna give him a D this year. Okay, explain why you're giving him a D. Um, the reason why I'm giving him a D is because, first of all, I really don't like his rotations. I think he's a great coach. He's good for these young players, but he just doesn't have the ro- the rotations that he puts in every night on the court is not proper. And I'm not. I don't think he should be like, hey, um, you got to earn your place off the bench to every every player when it comes to not having set roles. You got to have set roles on an NBA team, and I exp- I stressed about this all the time that you have to have a consistent rotation off the bench so that it gives the starters rests. Yeah, man. You got to have rotate. You got to, it's order to win. You got to have a great rotation. And I, I, I'm going to tell you what I gave him. I gave him an F. A lot of Laker fans are going to say I'm crazy, but he didn't do anything this season. We failed once again with him as a coach. Oh, the injuries. No, if, if Luke's a, if Luke's a decent coach to some people, you have to play with the talent that you have and execute the talent that you have. Luke Walton, with his time as a Laker, didn't do anything that impressed me. You know what I mean? His rotations were predictable. Last season when we had Julius Randle, I can, there was a play in Crunchdown versus Dallas was predictable. I was either going to throw it to Julius Randle in the post, he's going to spin, dribble off his leg. That's what happened. Three straight possessions. So what I'm saying is I think Luke – if Luke wants to improve his coaching ability, which I think he – he's a – don't get me wrong, Laker Nation. He's a, a great coach, but if he fixes the rotation issues, he will be a good coach. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if he's going to get fired or not. That's the, that's the question that we all should ask, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, huh. It's crazy, man, how how we thought when we hired Luke Walton, oh, he's going to bring us back, back to championship and we're going to get to the finals. No, I think it is. I feel like players are not buying into Luke's system. Do you agree with that? They're not really buying into that. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Because you know how some players and co- some players fight for like a Doc Rivers or Mark Jackson around the league when he used to coach for the Warriors, they were fighting for every position. I feel like they don't. His voice in the locker room is not inspiring this team to play well. And I know everybody says Luke Walton is getting a bad rep. No, if you're not coaching great in Los Angeles, you're going to get criticized, y'all. It's just frustrating. With this season, how a coach and oh, it's frustrating. What are your thoughts about uh, oh, the the season? I know you said a D, but are there any positives from the Lakers that you saw this season? From what I saw this season, yes, I think Kyle Kuzma's developed into that star that the Lakers were looking for. I think Brandon Ingram is going to continue to develop into that star for the Lakers as well. I think if Lonzo Ball can stay healthy, he's going to be a star as well. Yeah, man. And speaking of Lonzo Ball, what is your thought process about the whole big baller brand investigation thing? I don't really, I don't really care about that. Um, I just care about Lonzo have, being a good player for the Lakers and being a franchise player for the Lakers. I don't really care about the outside stuff. Yeah, the outside stuff is nonsense. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. But also, let me let's switch from like a little bit Laker topics to uh, give me your top five point guards in the NBA today? Okay, my top five point guards in the NBA today. Uh, Russell Westbrook, for sure. And then Campbell Walker. And then Kyrie, or no, let me switch the order. It's Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, and then Steph Curry. No, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, Campbell Walker, and uh, and and John Wall. Oh, okay. I got Steph. For me, I got Stephen Curry at one. Number two, Kyrie Irving. Number three, Damian Lillard. Number four, Russell Westbrook. Number five, Kimball Walker. Now, another one for you. Who, in your eyes, is the defensive player of the year? Giannis. No, no, Anthony Davis, sorry. I think Anthony Davis is going to win it. Ooh, man, it's tough. But I'd say, uh, ooh, Yantas Antetokounmpo, because Yantas Antetokounmpo impacts the game tremendously. And when he's not out there on the court, they struggle on defense. So it's kind of like – and plus, if he wins MVP in defensive player there, I don't think anybody in the NBA has done that since – I don't remember who, but correct me if I'm wrong, NBA fans, Laker Nation, if who has won MVP defensive player of the year? Let me know. Um, also, give me your top five uh, – give me your top three – actually, excuse me. Give me your top five shooting guards in the NBA. Um, James Harden. And then, uh, and then Andrew Wiggins. No, sorry, I thought Andrew Wiggins is a shooting guard. It's uh, James Harden, Luka Doncic, and then uh, Devin Booker, and then uh, Clay Thompson, and then uh, and then after Clay Thompson, then I think it's Bradley Bill. Oh man, 
my, I'm gonna give you my list right now. I got James Harden at number one, number two, Paul George, number three, Clay Thompson, number four, CJ McCollum, and number five. Um, let me see here. You got it on my list. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with your your lot your lot your list. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to appreciate you coming on, Lorenzo. Man, uh, go ahead and give your Twitter a shout out, man. Yeah, and then will we talk some Chargers right now? Uh, no, we could talk about it tomorrow, man. Yeah, we'll talk some Chargers tomorrow. All right, man. Big uh, John, for listening. Appreciate y'all. All right, Lorenzo. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and I'll see. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Just want to add this into the podcast from last night. Um, I'm a Laker for life. Even though Lakers have been through hell and back and been really, really going through with this team, through ups and downs, I am the biggest Laker fan you'll ever meet. I'm not jumping ship. I'm not none of that. I'm a loyal Laker fan. And, yeah, until then, Laker Nation, peace out. Have a good one.